Hello and welcome to the Love Advice segment, the podcast where I answer all your questions about queer love, dating, friendship, family and community. Send in your woes and I will try and bring some clarity to the situation. Hi, this is Editing Kim. So before everything gets started, I just wanted to do a quick plug for an event that's happening on Wednesday, so the 23rd of February at the Amersham Arms in Southeast London. It's called Speed Mates and Dates, and it's an event that I am collaborating with Queer Off. Um, They organized it and I just kind of like helped come up with the whole a speed dating concept that isn't too stressful. So the speed dating part is going to be everybody um, gets introduced to each other um, in like a speed date style, but then all of the getting to know each other and conversations that happen afterwards will be a bit more chill and, yeah, not timed or anything. And there's going to be some amazing music and the cocktail destroyers will be there as well. So head to Queer Off London. Um, that's Queer Off LDN on Instagram to get your ticket. And I'll see you there. Okay. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Love Advice segment. And this episode is amazing. Um, there's like a whole, there was a whole ordeal with getting it edited. Um, so it's been a long time in the making. I won't go into full details on the podcast. I'm going to write a bit about it on the blog if you're interested. But basically, um, I spoke to Santi from Gender Swap, which is really exciting. We had a really good conversation about dressing for dates and appearance, presentation and style, aesthetic and queer dating. Uh, But I only have one mic at home, so I booked in at Glass House to record Um, Glasshouse is amazing. It's like a queer community hub in Shoreditch. Um, And one of the things they have, as well as a cafe, a bookshop, a bar, an event space, is podcast studios. Um, As it turned out, however, the audio quality was too high and it crashed my laptop and the files kept corrupting and my usual audio software wouldn't work with it. So... Yeah, I, I, I like I tried to borrow my sister's laptop. I tried to download Audition and Audacity and it wasn't working. Anyway, long story short, I ended up editing the podcast two months late in a music studio. So thank you, Dan, for letting me come and edit in your studio. I was absolutely spoiled by the fancy programs and the endless memory and the massive screen. Oh my God, it was amazing. <laughs> and I've actually uploaded some photos and videos of that process as I like slowly went out of my mind editing this podcast. Um, so you can find them on Instagram and also on the blog. So yeah, finally it's done. If you're listening to this, that means it's out. It's, it was, it's such an amazing conversation and I know that it's going to bring a lot of insight to a lot of people. So enjoy. And go and check out Gender Swap on Instagram. Okay, here it goes. So I, I actually first the first question I have is, I'm not exactly sure how to title this because I was thinking gender presentation and dating, but then I was also thinking maybe that's a bit too 
too specific because sometimes your presentation is like devoid of gender, you know? Yeah. So how would you describe that? I mean, to tie it in with gender swap, I guess, like gender swaps, I guess like tagline is be whoever, wear whatever, right? Mm. And it's all about like be who you want, express yourself as you wish mm. like and like create spaces in which people feel free to do so. And I thought that in terms of dating, it was like kind of a cool sort of like catchphrase to say something like wear whatever, date whoever. I love that. <laughs> because there's this kind of thing again and something I've experienced a lot that there have been people that I wouldn't approach to go on a date because I wasn't sure if they'd like my expression or like mm. be, in, be into that. So I think that the phrase is quite freeing in a sense that like, yeah, there's ways to navigate how to dress and like how to maybe dress like quote unquote appropriately for certain yeah. events and things like that. But at the end of the day, I think that if you sort of, yeah, if you feel free to wear whatever, mm. you will attract inevitably uh, whoever's sort of meant for you. I love that. That's, you're right. It is very freeing way to think about it. Yeah. So I want to introduce you. <laughs> Um, well, I, I suppose kind of let you introduce yourself. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's okay. Um, <laughs> this episode, I'm speaking to Santi. So, um, well, as you know, my name is Santi. My <laughs> pronouns are they, he. Um, I'm the founder and, I guess, creative director of Gender Swap. And Gender Swap's the first clothing outreach organization based in the UK that supports trans and gender non-conforming people to access clothes and to find community. So my whole mission is to make style resources and style overall more accessible to the trans community and mm. wider LGBTQ plus community, primarily because, uh, yeah, the fashion world is not really catered to us. So, uh, yeah, Gender Swap, I started it in 2017 as a clothing swap initiative. And based on the requests and needs of the community, I expanded that to include a whole array of initiatives that, you know, go from makeup and style tutorials, uh, creating digital resources. I collaborate mm. with a lot of folks in and out of the community um, to deliver outreach programs and services, yeah, to make trans and GNC folks feel like their best selves and to create spaces in which they can do so. Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> and it really does take so many forms like I don't know just just from seeing your Instagram you said oh I have quite a busy November and you have quite busy every week <laughs> every day actually yeah. I mean yeah I, I think it's interesting right because we talk about gender identity being so complex and of course and, and gender identity of course like encompasses a whole lot of things mm. I think gender expression a lot of the times gets missed I think primarily because a lot of people feel a bit sort of tentative or awkward speaking about style and, and fashion because it may be come across as a superficial thing. Mm. There's also, you know, obviously the argument or the conversation that what you wear doesn't determine your gender and it doesn't, but it plays a big role in how you experience public space and how people experience you. And so as a result, Gender Swap is quite complex in, in its initiatives and in the things that it delivers because there's just so many things to tackle, hair, makeup, accessories, dressing, the way you walk, the way you move, like yeah. the way, you know, so I can go on and on, but that's a snippet of it. That's that's really interesting. I love the fact that you're kind of like delving into the complexities of something that's seen as very superficial when it's it's not at all. Yeah. It's kind of like everything that we create of our, how we adorn ourselves, you know? Yeah, absolutely. What has been the most exciting thing that has happened with Gender Swap? 
I mean, I think the most exciting thing recently and also simultaneously controversial, I suppose, <laughs> is um, the Binder Outreach Program mm. uh, and being able to work with GC2B, which is a company based in the States that provides chess binders, basically. Mm. And we've had a partnership where I'm able to kind of support trans folks all across the UK and even mm. Europe. So that's been really exciting. And I'm trying to think of what else, like recently, I think just, you know, I got funding at the beginning of the year from Comic Relief to deliver like a five month long series of supportive, like online workshops, style workshops and self-care workshops. And that was super exciting because I got to work with so many different activists and organizations mm. and different like businesses that I wouldn't have ever kind of come across if it wasn't for the need for that online connection that we were now sort of coerced <laughs> to have, you know? Yeah. Um, so I think that's like one of the most exciting things of like 2021 for sure. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. To be able to have that kind of impact and reach. Yeah, absolutely. Nice. And what is coming up that you're excited about? What's coming up? I'm like trying to think. I'm like, I have 10,000 things, <laughs> but I'm like, which one is which, it? Which one of them? Um, this is kind of, I guess it's it's an expansion of the Gender Shop, uh, which is an online shop that I run on the Gender Swap website. I've always upcycled clothes and, you know, done all of that, but never really kind of put it anywhere, kind mm. of like displayed it anywhere. And actually I'm opening up like a section on the Gender Shop, which is going to be thrifted, upcycled, gender non-conforming like clothing line. Mm. Um, and that's really exciting because, you know, Gender Swaps provides style resources and ways, you know, like I guess equips you with the skills to be able to do little sewing alterations and things like that. And sometimes people just actually just want to buy like cool clothes yeah. at an affordable <laughs> rate. And so Gender Swap's going to do that. So that's next on the list. Oh, nice. Yeah. When's that? When's that coming up? In the new year. So that'll be... Most likely the end of Jan. Cool. Um, yeah. Because I think I remember maybe one of the first things I saw from Gender Swap was like a tutorial of how to upcycle something. And yeah. I was like, this this is the shit that I love to do. But yeah, that, that stuff is so nice because it's so accessible. The ability to find the clothing that suits you and like you said, an industry that doesn't cater to you. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Nice. I guess I could also, well, there's tons of new, yeah, we'll start with, we'll just do one, because if not, I'll be like, and this, and this, and this. <laughs> okay, well, if, maybe if we have time at the end, you can tell, yeah, tell me I'll more. give you some plugs. <laughs> so this episode, we're talking about aesthetics, gender, presentation, self-expression, and dating. So I guess, wear whatever, date whoever, like you said. Yep. <laughs> so I think I might just go straight into the questions. I am gender fluid. On a first date, how do I dress how I want versus just dressing how they might expect me to? This is coming from somebody I had a conversation with in person. They were saying like, yeah, because also maybe they ask me out on a day when I'm dressed a certain way and then I, I'm not feeling that way when the date comes around and so should I just dress how they've seen me before or how do I balance that basically? So do you want to start? Yeah, I mean, it's such a difficult thing, isn't it? Because I've definitely been in that position where I feel like I have to project a certain image, you know, and sort of match, so to speak, the image that someone's seen me as. I think that ultimately... There's this kind of pressure that happens in, in dating, and I think a lot of it is based on aesthetics. And I think, especially with, like, swipe culture, so to say, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, everything's online and swipe, you know, swipe right or left, depending on, like, how much you like the photo and 
someone's face and how they dress. And I think, uh, as cheesy as it sounds, I think it really has to start with you. Mm-hmm. Like, what feels gender affirming for you in that moment? You know, I think I really truly believe, and it's happened to me before that when I don't dress how I feel on the day for the date, I end up like not delivering my best self mm. because I'm so self-conscious and like uncomfortable and adjusting myself. And mm. even the way in which I sit or the way that I'm delivering information just doesn't feel like very natural. I'd say that ultimately you're dressing for you and not your date. And it's really important to, yeah, to, to wear what you want. And I know that sounds easier said than done. I think that there are certain ways if you do feel really nervous and you really are having a difficult time, you could deliver that information. You could even be open about it and be mm. like, look, you know, I'm I'm gender fluid. Uh, you've, you've seen me, you've come across me at a time that I was dressed as X. I just wanted to let you know that my expression does change a lot. And, um, you know, you may not see me as, as you did in this photo. And that's kind of scary and that's sort of revealing. And I know that's quite that could be TMI for some people, mm. but I think that like delivering that information and being open about it is is kind of like the best way forward. Or even if you've got an online dating profile to actually put that in the description. Mm. Right? Yeah. 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 And I, I definitely think that the hardest part about dating is that the whole point is to kind of like put yourself across and be like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> but you can't do that if you're not willing to be vulnerable. And if there is a person and you go on a date with them and they're not down with your fluidity, then it's never going to work between the two of you yeah. anyway. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. I, that That's why I think it's such a good idea to put it in a dating profile. And even like with the pictures that you choose showing kind of like, okay, so sometimes I dress like this and sometimes I dress like this. And you're going to have to be down with all of it because it's all me, you know? Yeah, and like clothes are so important. Obviously, that's why we're sitting here today talking about <laughs> it. But I also think that if someone is sitting across from you and all they care about is what you're wearing, that is not a date you want to be on anyway. There's Mm-mm. so, you know, we are our identities are so, there's we contain multitudes and it's not just like the shirt we're wearing, you know? Mm. So I guess keeping that in mind is really important. Yeah. Yeah. And something that, I don't know, I think I maybe labor on this a bit too hard, but... I think it's very important to also forgive yourself for having this confusion because I don't know it's it's very easy to be like oh I should know I should be able to connect with exactly how I want to dress and I should be defiant and just dress how I want and fuck them if they don't like it but we live in a society (laughs) we live in a society that pushes upon us like these ideas of self-worth being connected to how we dress and which people approve of us so be kind to yourself around this question as well I mean we're really set up to be mean to ourselves so rebel against that yeah definitely okay um the next question is I suppose it's kind of quite similar to the last one um but maybe we can go into more detail how to address the fact that the way I look at the first date won't be how I always look I might switch from very femme to very mask so you said it's important to bring that across and even talk about feeling uncomfortable with them knowing that but how would you say it's a good idea to approach it 
I'd say actually just opening up the conversation. Like I, I find that in a lot of dating experiences, even recently with dates, like sometimes the conversation really leans that way. Mm. Like there is this topic that comes up of like, oh, what do you like? What kind of people have you dated in the past? Like, you know, how do you feel about this? And I think that like bringing it up in a really kind of like wholesome, <laughs> I guess also casual conversation is totally okay. Saying something like, look, you know, I'm, I'm feeling this kind of way and I wanted to get your thoughts on it or like mm. sort of what is your your thoughts on this and and do you generally find yourself attracted to or, you know, like kind of, yeah. because that's also part of knowing someone. Like those are things you'd want to know about someone irrespective of whether you have this kind of concern or not. It is kind of things that I, I ask someone. Yeah. Um, so I think even like guiding the conversation that way to get more answers is a good way to start. Yeah, so it's kind of like a conversation about the topic of presentation and dress and like masculinities and femininities rather than like all about you because that can feel much more vulnerable. Um, Whereas if you're saying like, how do you feel about dressing for a date? How do you feel about like presenting queer? Like it, it becomes more of a topic rather than you're sharing your personal feelings. Yeah. And a way of also asking people about them and like mm. what they think. Like that's like that is a massive like <laughs> tick box, right? Like you also don't want to kind of yeah, they might have some worries and some concerns that they haven't vocalized, but you're then opening that space for them to talk about it as well. Mm. Yeah. I mean we also said that it's good to have it on visible on the dating app, um, if it's something you want people to know. And then also I have definitely been in situations where it's been left unsaid. And you can just kind of like play with it. So you don't have to talk about it, but you can kind of show up how you want to look that day and gauge their reaction. If they're not into it, again, it's better that you know now. If they're cool about it, then that's great. You guys can move forwards. I mean, and also, I mean, we'll probably get to this later, but I also think it's really important to kind of like engage in like your own sort of like acts of like self-care and like Mm. have your own kind of rituals that you do before going on a date or even like going out to be social, like things that feel uplifting and gender affirming in your own space. And I feel like that sort of grounds you before you kind of go out and tackle that with someone else, Mm. you know, but I, yeah, we can elaborate later. We can elaborate now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I, for me personally, especially when I'm going on a date, it's not just, oh, I'm going on this date now and I'm going to get ready in 10 minutes. Mm. I'm gearing up towards the date. The date's booked on a Friday. I've known about this since last Sunday. I'm already thinking about maybe what I want to wear, things that I want to do. Like I'll put a face mask on. I'll take photos of myself in like certain outfits that I feel good in. I do things that make me feel good and make me feel affirmed beforehand. And I think oftentimes, especially when we talk about dating, we're talking about okay, how do we impress the other person? How do we come across like this? Uh, What do we talk about on a date? You know, all of these things, but like also what are you doing for yourself on the daily? Uh, What are you doing beforehand that kind of celebrates yourself despite what this person may think of you? Um, I think it's really important to kind of have your own like self-check-in. I love that. You know? Yeah, that's such good advice to kind of like have some private, personal, affirming time with yourself to kind of, it's like preparation. It's it's kind of a bit like dating yourself as well, like reminding yourself of what the purpose of it all is and that your self-worth is defined by you and celebrated by you. And you're looking to this person to see if there's a connection and nothing else, Yeah, you know, not for any confirmation of 
your worthiness to exist. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I, I wanted to talk about like the fear of them rejecting you. And I think that this this like pre-date ritual is like really good armor against that. You're not building up a wall between your vulnerability and another person. You're building up your resilience against rejection and knowing that if somebody says this isn't working, this isn't going to be a match, that it just, just means that they're not your cup of tea and that's it. It, it doesn't mean anything about who you are or the way that you are at all. Yeah. Um, it's it's fun to talk about it. This is <laughs> nice to have a yeah, conversation. No, I lo- yeah, I love this topic. <laughs> and then I, I also put this in. If you are worried that somebody is going to have a scary reaction to you dressing in a different way, then that is a, a big sign that you shouldn't be going on a date with them at all. Yeah, like that's, that's a big red flag. And Yeah, and I think maybe to be more specific, like... I think that oftentimes we seek people that make us feel safe and that are also like relatable territory and like things that you can talk openly about. You know, I feel like every time I go on a date, we're always talking about our queerness, Mm -hmm. like for like a good 80% of it. I don't know. I think that the lack of relatability, I suppose, is is also something to consider. Yeah, because you want to be able to share some references and some culture with them as well of like the experiences that you've had but also like the 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 things that make you feel seen because that that's that's kind of like important for showing them how you can feel seen and for communicating that to them yeah if you have like different points of reference that's more difficult yeah definitely and I guess I kind of wanted to go back to your to your earlier point about like I guess the topic of rejection Mm. and like not taking it personally and things like that I think also it's important to kind of keep an open mind in terms of like that what the outcomes of the date could be you know obviously there was probably a mutual seeking of like a romantic connection you never know sort of like what connection you can have to that person in another yeah. way whether it be creative or just social or like I don't know like work really like you just never know you know like it can be a connection in itself and I think kind of keeping an open mind about that is important it's so true yeah. I, I think it's something that queer people are maybe better at doing I, I saw a post the other day that was like where did you meet all your friends it's like we went to lesbian tinder together <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I love real. that yeah be prepared to like sidestep into friendship or like you said like a creative connection because sometimes that can be just like the, the perfect um, vibe between the two of you and you don't have yeah. to shut it off just because it's not romantic yeah um okay this is a question that we it took a, a bit more thinking okay i am a guy who presents femme and i tend to always date by girls i look out for it on dating apps because i feel like i'm more likely to be understood and accepted by them versus straight girls is it bad for me to have this preference what do you think <laughs> <laughs> well um i think it's quite common for um, queer people who could date straight people to exclusively date other queer people and it's kind of like what you were saying about having a relatability and having like a common ground so I, I think it's completely valid for queer people to exclusively date other queer people the only problem is if there's kind of like a fetishization happening there and you will know if that's what's happening with you if, if you're dating them because they're bi and the fact that they're bi is what makes you excited about them rather than who they are as a person, then that's um, something that maybe you need to look into and address within yourself. 
if what you're seeking is like a sense of safety even and relatability, I think that's totally valid. Yeah. What do you think? I mean, I I agree with that. Um, I think also, and I know this, again, this is something that you you don't know until you kind of do it, but you, you never know how someone will like take in and react to your expression Mm. and I do think there's a lot of like people out there although maybe more difficult to find that like would be open to the way you dress and I Mm. I would say like don't don't be reductive in your in your approach to dating I know we have a long way to go and like things are not as far along as I would like but I do Mm. think that we are living in a time where more visibility of gender nonconformity is kind of increasing. Um, there's a lot more sort of like, I don't know, gender bendy references and like advertising and, and all of that out there. Like, I don't know. I think that potentially you could kind of open that up mm. because there are more people that are accepting and open. And, and also a lot of people outside of the queer community who are also experimenting more with their expression. Definitely. Which is a whole other podcast. Um, <laughs> like... I'm not even going to dip into that because even even saying that there's like so many sides I take on that but like ultimately yeah that's that's very tricky yeah 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 and I I don't even know where to start with that but I think there is more of an awareness and an openness and yeah try not to kind of like confine yourself to a specific demographic I guess yeah definitely and and also there's there could be people who um want to explore like gender expression or they want to explore their sexuality and maybe that's why they're drawn to you, even though they are straight, um, that they see you as maybe more of a safe person to be with while they want to explore. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, and you can be open to that. That could be a really beautiful relationship. That and could also, be some nice growth for both of you. Yeah, totally. And I think, like, expanding from what, you, what you've said, I think think of yourself as, like, inspiring change you know and like inspiring change in other people Uh, for myself personally like sometimes if I'm getting stared at or I'm wearing something weird I'm kind of like "Hmm, good because there's this kind of like haha look at this yes you can do this too kind of thing like you know it's it's kind of like maybe sparking something in someone and you just never know how you can I don't know like impact someone's life and in just the way that you're you're expressing yourself Mm, I love that that's so what a way to start the day with like thinking what am I inspiring in other people just yeah. by the way I look and my laptop ran out of battery oh so I'm gonna plug want- it in okay <laughs> okay so this it won't take too long to reboot but while it does what I've noticed in every sort of queer related endeavor that I've taken is that the takeaways or the biggest um joys from it have been kind of unexpected so I, I set up a feminist network in um, my uni town, which was like a small Dutch town, like fraternities, sororities. What very, Dutch town? Um, Groningen. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. Not small. That's not super small. It's not super small, but yeah. it's not Amsterdam. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I used to live in the Netherlands. That's right. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. How long? Uh, for three years. I studied at Leiden University. Oh, Leiden. Yeah, but nice. I lived in The Hague. Okay. Yeah. The Hague's quite nice. Yeah, I visited it is nice. a few times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah, but yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was it was pretty you already know, it's like very much tolerance but not acceptance mm. and there was quite a lot of like um sexism and race a lot of racism. And 
there was no kind of like space to discuss any of this. Um, and so I set it up and I was like, okay, I just want somewhere that we can all discuss the, the things that are going on and like maybe make some kind of a difference or provide a safer space for people to come. And I totally didn't expect to create like an, an amazing community of queer people and let them all meet each other and date each other. That's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> and so now I'm doing that on purpose. But I was wondering um, what has come out of Gender Swap that you didn't expect that has been like a big joy. I've made tons of new friends. Uh, I think community building. I mean, obviously community building is like a main part of Gender Swap. Um, but I didn't expect to just like come out of it with so many friends and people that I could like trust and not only work with creatively, but also like confide in. And yeah. I think like also being able to learn more about myself in relation to the people that I met mm. has also been like something that's that I didn't necessarily expect. Um, when I first started Gender Swap, I was having a tough time because I was I was struggling with my gender and uh, how I wanted to present according to, to those feelings. And it was difficult to like find people to talk to and like find those spaces to kind of do my thing. I mean, I've always thrifted. I've always kind of put together my own outfits and done stuff, but I've never really like talked to other people or learned from other people in terms of like how they navigated all of that. Yeah. Um, and also like, I feel like from doing gender swap and working with people and meeting people, I've learned more about myself and more about like how I want to identify and mm -hmm. present as well. Um, so that's been like something really unexpected. I don't know. I was like struggling with what pronouns and like what, you know, how, do, how do I want to identify and, you know, and like it's changed so much, but I also think it's changed because, I've like met so many people I'm like oh my gosh yeah no this oh yeah no this feels like I, I relate to this yeah. I see myself in this person oh we're having this chat about like I don't know like physique and like muscles and like wearing shirts and stuff. I'm like oh I want to I want to do that and then not only do I do it for myself I incorporate it into like the resources that gender swap gives out and just this mutual exchange and this like these friendships that I didn't necessarily expect to come out of it was I think like a it's been a really euphoric aspect of gender swap, I mm. would say. That's amazing. Yeah. I, I think that that's so often the case where you, you think of a project and you think of like doing it as like, like it's Sims or something, like I'm just going to make it happen and you forget that you're also going to be involved in it and yeah. you're going to like change and grow from it as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that's so beautiful. <laughs> I'm very happy that that was your experience as well. Like that's that's something that I think everybody deserves to experience through life and it's funny because that's kind of like exactly what you needed when you started it it was that yeah. was that was what you were looking for and you didn't expect to find it so yeah I mean it's just unbelievable and like I know it's kind of cheesy to say and I know a lot of people say this but I didn't expect I, I never saw that this is where I'd be doing all these things like I don't know I like it started as a small little clothing swap thing and then I kept meeting people and talking to people and, and just like this yeah. but I've like just as much as gender swaps grown like so have I yeah um and I just I didn't I didn't foresee that you know yeah yeah <laughs> so it's just wild <laughs> beautiful um okay <laughs> this uh, is this the last question I think it is oh second to last yeah and then more of a exploration. Yeah. So um, this is a question I got um, through Instagram. What do you do when you fancy someone when they present a certain way, 
but are put off when they present differently? <laughs> um, well, I think that you don't really fancy them. Yeah, then. <laughs> yeah. I, I had to pause there because I was like, mm. yeah, I think questioning like what what you're fancying in that moment and like how far that could go. Right. Um, I think that it would be definitely a situation where I'd probably leave it and yeah. wouldn't act on it. Exactly. Yeah. Maybe maybe take some alone time and think think it through, think about that and think about why the same person in different clothes is a different experience for you. Um, yeah, you're just you're just attracted to the image of them presenting in a certain way and like maybe you know them and maybe that's part of it or maybe you don't really know them and you're just projecting some idea onto them, onto this yeah. one image of them. Um, but either way, if you're if, if you find yourself in this situation and you need to kind of like end it with someone, um, if you feel like there is a friendship connection there, um, I would sidestep into friendship because obviously there's something about them that you've you've connected with, um, just not in a physical, romantic or sexual way. Um, or maybe if you really don't know them and it's, it's just kind of like this person that you've projected onto this one Instagram photo of them, um, then it's there's 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 not really anything that you have connected with really other than this image um and either way make sure that you don't kind of like make them feel bad about it i don't know if this is inf if this is advice i need to give people be nice to each other make sure that you you have really looked into the reason why you're it's not going to work between the two of you and it's not because that they dress a certain way on one day it's because you cannot accept their whole person in terms of your romantic and sexual attraction to them it's the it's the fact that you, that they are not your cup of tea <laughs> yeah definitely I mean I think for a more uh I guess more like practically speaking and maybe like something that uh I can see here like maybe an opportunity for like self-exploration and self-growth I guess um, is is to kind of look in words and, and sort of maybe even like write down or think about like what in their aesthetic or in their way of being or like moving like you fancy and then kind of take that as like guiding points for like your dating endeavors. Mm. Um, but I think definitely in like what you said and kind of saying, you know, kind of expanding on from that, like I'd be very like careful about imposing like a specific mm. personality type on on like someone's photo or video and mm. there's just so much more that goes into a person and to also think about the fact that like you could fancy that person and then get talking to them and not at all like that's happened to mm. me so many times that I think I find someone really yeah. attractive and then like we get talking or meeting and I'm like actually no not at all so also yeah I I wouldn't say don't like my initial thing, and I already said it, is don't pursue anything. But if you do end up sort of chatting with this person and going on a date, mm. um, you have to accept all aspects of them. And if you can't, then that's a no. Yeah. Yes. So when you were saying about, like, maybe write down or explore the things that you find attractive about them as research for future dating, <laughs> maybe also think about the things that like why it is that this person that you're so attracted to you're suddenly not attracted to in in a certain light and like maybe explore those feelings and see why that is like is this maybe a societal influence on that and maybe something 
that you've learned to associate with being unattractive or is it kind of like very inherent to you? Try and explore that a little bit and see where it's coming from because um, we can have a lot of like snap reactions to things that we've been taught by society and it hides from us our actual attraction. So as well as looking into the things that you found attractive about them, also question like, if there's this person and we've connected and there seems to be something nice going between us and I'm attracted to them, when they're dressing this other way, why is this suddenly not viable anymore? Um, so, yeah, I would examine that for yourself. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, journaling is a good way to do that. I was talking to someone, actually, who really doesn't like writing and finds it very laborious. And I think maybe uh, like an audio journal would be a good idea. Oh, yeah, that's a great idea. Sometimes it's easier even to think through things out loud. That's actually quite good. <laughs> um, or like even just like, I don't know, phone note, Apple notes or whatever. Like, I don't know. Okay. Um, so then I wanted to ask you um, some tips for putting together an affirming date outfit. So this is your area of expertise. Yeah. I mean, I actually wanted to give a really cheesy plug. Sorry to do this right now. But oh, for any, please. <laughs> for anyone who kind of like, yeah, needs something a bit more, uh, what's the word? If you, if you want to go over this information again, you can actually go onto the Gender Swap YouTube channel. And I have a episode on 10 ways to like to find a gender affirming wardrobe or to put together a gender affirming wardrobe. So a lot of the tips come from there, but there's like a few more in there. Mm. Um, so, yeah, for anyone who's interested. Not a cheesy plug at all. OK. A useful reference. <laughs> um, stay tuned for TikToks, I guess. Um, yeah. I mean, I think it's really important to start off with uh I guess like we talked about journaling or even like a mood board, like pre a pre-date mood board. Um, and that could be like Pinterest board, that could just be writing, that could be collaging. Um, I also think that like kind of getting a feel for what you think you might want to wear uh, prior to the date, not like a couple hours before, but I'm talking like a week in advance. Um, a lot of the times, and I don't know if any of you can relate, but I get this like... I, I only can wear what I feel like I want to wear. Like mm -hmm. there's a certain color and I only feel like I want to wear like blue. T like today was like blue and gray or like silver, or, you know, and I'll, I'll wear like a whole monochromatic outfit of like that color that I really feel. Um, and kind of, yeah, I guess just kind of getting a feel for like what mood you're in that week, you know, or that day um, and picking out some main pieces and kind of uh, wearing them or just putting them to the side and kind of mixing and matching. I think sort of like doing any sort of like, pre-organizing or like mood boarding I guess or like brainstorming yeah exactly. yeah. Like yeah definitely and if you want to expand on that I I find I personally find journaling quite helpful um, but these are like some of the questions that I've asked myself and I think ones that are really helpful what words would you use to like describe your gender in that point in time or like your gender experience like what's inspiring you like do you have like an archive of images on Instagram you really like and you kind of want to pull from that what body part do you want to emphasize? Like, what do you want to dress up? Um, you know, what do you feel like you want to show off that day? You know, only for you, though, not because, like, you're trying to guide, like, what you think the other person wants. Yeah. But, like, what are you feeling, you know? Um, and, like, what shapes do you want to create? Um, and then, like, thinking about, yeah, like, what colors you're really attracted to in that time. And also, like like textures and things like that too. Like sometimes I'm like, oh, I just want to dress up all in like full corduroy for the, you yes. know, like I'm just like, or like fake fur or like, oh, I just want to wear like 
leather from like top to bottom or like you know I always get into a mood like that so like think about that um and kind of integrate that like I said earlier into kind of your self-care ritual you know um so like taking pampering yourself beforehand listening to your favorite song having a dance in your room trying on what feels good and like you will you'll put on that outfit you'll be like yes I feel good in this you know and like and I would say actually like almost stay off of social media in the sense of like I and I'm saying this because I do it sometimes like stalking the person you like or the person you're going on a date with or like trying to gauge like what you think you should wear based like just forget it it's like all about you you know exactly um so I feel like those are some good sort of like ways to start off to yeah feel I guess affirmed I think probably the question that's coming up now is like yeah but like we're going mini golfing or like oh we're going to a theater (laughs) or we're off to like a bookstore like I don't know how to dress appropriately and I like sorry this is coming from like I just have no rules when it comes to dress like if you want to wear a full ball gown to the, like the coffee shop I think you should yeah please do yeah <laughs> um I think I, I just like really strongly believe that um you know if you're uh, really kind of comfortable in your more casual wear and maybe you're going for a dinner or somewhere like a little bit more kind of dressed up um, a good place to start is uh, experimenting with maybe different hairstyles mm-hmm. uh, makeup if that's something that feels true to you or accessories um, jewelry like something that kind of just adds a splash of something different um, is always like I don't know a good way to go when you start with, like you said, like something that really feels true to you on that day. And then with accessories, hair and makeup, take it to a coffee shop or take it to a fancy dinner. Yeah, or to like a club setting. Like you could literally just put, I don't know, a chest harness or like a big like (laughs) chain on top of a plain black t-shirt and you've Mm. got like your outfit, you know what I mean? I wanted to also put in, um, I absolutely love asking myself questions of like, how what words would I use to describe this but I know that a lot of people don't love that the idea of having music on like a song that you really feel connected to that makes you feel very good and confident in that moment is a good idea and then also like um movies or or like tv shows or like scenes from them um I don't I'm such um I'm so influenced by that stuff like I watched I went to see Rebel Dykes and then the next day did like a full like leather jacket, leather Amazing. belt, like I couldn't help it. It just, <laughs> it's like sometimes when you see me, you can be like, wow, they must have really seen a film recently. <laughs> <laughs> so like any any kind of thing that helps you feel connected to yourself on that day, any kind of media is good as well as words. Yeah, definitely. And I think that like, even if, if words are not your thing or you're finding it hard to brainstorm on paper, so to say, like, I think that also things like wearing badges with like, I don't know, your favorite like slogan or like your pronoun badge or like something that means something to you, something that kind of like says something and like says something to the other person, but also sort of like affirms you in that moment. Um, And also another thing, and I know this is like slightly cringe, but I don't care, like taking (laughs) selfies, like for me Mm -hmm. is like a big one. And like taking like full length selfies of like how I look and like how, you know, just feeling myself in different like poses and things that just I'm just like, yeah, I'm feeling good about myself, you know, because that emanates when you when you leave the house. Um, Yeah, I I think those are like I think those are the main ones. I think that's such a good idea. Yeah, I think. And those are all like. I guess they're all things in preparation of a date, but 
but most importantly, they're things that kind of, yeah, make you feel confident in yourself, mm-hmm. which is like the first thing that needs to happen before you can go on a date, you know, um, and just be unapologetic. Like you rock up to a library in a mini skirt and that, mm. w- and that wasn't the, the dress code, you know, who cares? <laughs> just rock it. You don't need to reference it. You don't need mm. to say anything. I think that's another thing is sometimes we have this thing of like, Oh, huh, I'm like overdressed or something like, you know, we tend to kind of want to say something or like, I have a thing where someone's like, oh, I really like your shoes. And I'm like, thanks. I got them like for two, two pounds from this. Sh-. And it's like, I don't need to like tell people how cheap they were because I don't know. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Like, just be like, cool. Thanks. Yes. And it's like such a British thing, I think. <laughs> I, yeah, I saw a TikTok about it. It's like, yeah, I got it two years ago. I found it in a bin. It's a piece of shit. I hate it. Oh, I need a new one. <laughs> I literally do that all the time. I'm yeah. like, thanks, I found it on the street and cut it up. And I'm like, no one needs to know the backstory unless that's the conversation yeah. topic at the time, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Like, yes, it does look good. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I, I, I used to be really bad for that. And then recently have been um, trying to, like, if someone says, oh, you look really nice, be like, yes, that was on purpose. Like, Ooh, I, nice. this was, I did it on purpose. Or like, oh, I, I love how these go together like mm-hmm, it was intentional I is it you're just acknowledging that you did it instead of having to say accept the compliment or not yeah no, that's a good that's a good pr- thing to practice too because mm. it's like again easier said than done Definitely. to just take the compliment you know yeah yeah um but yeah I guess like ultimately you're dressing for you not your date you know that's exactly. all that's what we're all that's what we're talking about this whole episode anyways like mm. yeah yeah, it, it will make the whole dating process a lot quicker as well. If you feel able to express yourself fully earlier on, then you can gauge whether it's going to work between the two of you. And I think whether it's a first date or a couple of dates or you guys have been messaging for a few months, finding out that it's not a good match is a gift. It's like such a, it's, it's a good thing that's happened. And it can be painful because you you might really like this person and wish that the connection was different, but it enables you to find what it is that you're looking for and is another moment when you're not compromising what you're looking for. It's, it's a moment when you're saying, oh, someone doesn't totally appreciate the full spectrum of who I am. Great that I know that. Now I can yeah. find that because that's what I deserve. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, so try and, it's hard when you're being rejected because it feels so personal, but try and see it as a gift. Yeah, and you're further along on a path, like on your path to finding the person that you're supposed to be with, right? Like the person you're supposed to be with during that time because the thing is, is like, I think sometimes the rejection feels like, oh, there's going to be like no one else or like we kind of, I don't know, I think it's important to see things in terms of like abundance and there's lots out yeah. there and, you know, and I think that like sometimes we forget that. Because mm, there is so many people. There's so many people that are looking for people and, um, yeah, there is an abundance of human beings and what you want and what you're looking for isn't unreasonable and you deserve it. Yeah. Okay. I We've kind of gotten to the end of it. Is there anything else that you want to talk about? Hmm. Oh, my God. I guess maybe like, uh, again, a more sort of because, you know, we've talked a lot about like style and like finding a gender affirming wardrobe and all and and how to navigate like, I don't know what you're wearing on a Mm. date and all of that. And maybe for some people, I'm just thinking about the people who maybe want to dress in a certain way 
um, or like wear a specific style, but they don't really have that yet in their wardrobe mm-hmm. and like where they can kind of access that. I don't know. I think that a long time ago, like in the past, in a in very long time ago, like I used to like go out and buy an expensive outfit for this mm-hmm. date and all of that. And I, th- I just wanted to like maybe encourage people to think of ways that they can like DIY the hell out of their wardrobe and there's, you know, their outfit for the day. Like, mm-hmm. do you know, sometimes before a date, I've literally gone ahead and just like t- taken a t-shirt and chopped it and like cropped it and added like five safety pins into yeah. it and then literally <laughs> gone out with like wet jeans because I've like splattered some acrylic paint on them and just and I just I, I just wanted to kind of send a message out there to like get creative mm-hmm. and like to go out and you know like thrift or like depopping or like swapping with your friends or like if you can get to your friend's house and borrow something yeah. um Think of creative ways to express yourself that don't involve money and don't also, I guess, like, if it doesn't speak to you, uh, like, do something that's very, like, mainstream or it connects to the mainstream, you know? Like, I think there's so many different ways that you can get creative with your look. Um, and I kind of just wanted to, to put that message out there because I know that some people are like, yeah, but I don't have any money. I don't have any clothes. Like, I don't even know where I'm sick of the same, whatever. And it's like grab an old pair of trousers that you barely wear anymore, like cut a hole in them. I don't know. Add, sometimes I literally add keychains um, to my, to my necklaces and to like my trousers and I'll just add a random chain around my, you know what I mean? Just think yeah. of, yeah, just anything, anything like add a sticker to your face and go out. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I just, I kind of just like, yeah, I wanted to like send that message out there. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's so true. Yeah. I love that. Um, we have a little bit of time left. We were just very efficient, I think. Yeah. Um, I guess I, the only thing I want to do is like give a plug about yeah. like all of the self-care resources that you can find. I, sorry, I'm doing so many plugs. Oh, no, 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 <laughs> no. Consider this like a socket for all of your plugs. I just like, because I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel like there's so much happening that sometimes people don't know where to find everything. But I just wanted it like on the topic of self-care and like finding a style that suits you, you can go into the resource bank on the GenderSwap website. So genderswap.org or genderswap.co.uk. Um, and click on resources and you'll find a whole resource bank on how to like DIY your wardrobe, like how to do your makeup, all of that kind of stuff. Um, and then also on Instagram, you can go or TikTok, but on Instagram, you could go onto the reels and on IGTV. And I've got tons of resources there, too. Actually, I'd love to do a little IGTV live with you. Yeah. Yeah. On, on this topic. <laughs> so, yeah. Nice. Cool. Yeah, there is. It's like a very rich, um, like cornucopia of resources and support. So. I think it deserves many plugs. Um, I'm going to ask a question that I just like asking people anyway. This could be like within gender swap or just in general in life. What's the next thing that's happening to you that you're excited about? Um, I think more generally in life, I've just started my own like upcycled clothing line. It's called Pretty Boy Spice. And yes. <laughs> and basically it's upcycled gender non-conforming garments for like gender non-conforming people. Um, and... That's really exciting because it's something I've wanted to do for a really long time. Um, it's just starting, so I still have to, like, yeah. So the first um, event I'm having is actually tonight at Repost, which is, like, a queer rave, techno rave, um, where they actually have, like, stalls um, where queer people are selling things. So I'm going to be featuring some of my, like, upcycled garms there. And then there will be an online platform, which will connect to Gender Swap as well. And then... Um, hopefully kind of doing more of a personal style mm. series and journey and like clothing lines. So that's, that's exciting. Um, 
So it's more of kind of like a separate creative endeavor of yours about yeah. like um, the aesthetic that you want to create rather than like um, the work that you're doing with gender swap. Yeah, exactly. Mm. I think that like also me as a person, I just have so many things that I want to like do and explore that mm. I don't know, I just want to do like a separate thing. Yeah, that's um, so exciting because I think often when you're doing a project that kind of like really involves the community and you're like trying to tailor things to other people and like trying to um, create things for people and then your own creativity kind of gets a little bit lost or stunted or just like it's not needed really as much. Yeah. Um, so that's so amazing that you're doing something that is about you and your taste and your creativity. I'm, I'm excited to see it. Thanks. Yeah. So stay tuned for Pretty Voice Spice. You can, yeah, you, you'll, you'll see it. That's a great name. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I describe my gender as pretty boy. Mm. Um, and yeah, I think it took me a long time to like come to grips with the fa fact with that I'm like trans mask, but like hyper aware of the fact that I present quite like in a more, I, I have a lot, I, I like feminine stuff. And I thought that like the amalgamation of the two was kind of like a cool name. And also like Sporty Spice was my favorite Spice Girl growing up, naturally. So, sorry, such a, like a dikey thing to say and, <laughs> and do, but, you know. Um, and I was like, yeah, I just feel like Pretty Boy Spice just kind of, I don't know, encapsulates everything from, like, my childhood till now that I enjoy mm. in terms of a gender experience. So I hope that I can, like, bring that to more people. Yeah, <laughs> and, and let other people know that they can be pretty boy spices exactly you don't just have to have boy spices <laughs> your favorite <laughs> okay i'm yeah. gonna do like a, a little outro i guess um thank you for speaking to me today it's been so fun to do like a more conversational thing and um yeah thank you so much for, for sharing me. yourself today <laughs> it's been super fun i just feel like we have so much more to talk about but yeah tbc <laughs> exactly and I'm, I'm so glad that we could do it at glass house as well because you hadn't been here and you're gonna have to come again because oh, there's it's just such a, a nice comfortable community feeling so yeah thank you very much thank you bye <laughs> see ya <laughs> i hope you enjoyed this episode of the podcast um if you did please let me know on instagram if you have questions that you want to be featured in future podcasts send them in and if you want to hire me as your matchmaker you can also find the links on my instagram <laughs>